Um, you can find the passage on page um, 12,009 in our Bibles. Now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. By faith we understand that the universe was formed by God's command. So, what, so, so that what was seen was not made out of what was visible. By faith, Abel offered God a better sacrifice than Cain did. By faith, he was commended as righteous man, when God spoke well of his offerings. And by faith, he still speaks, even though he is dead. By faith, Enoch was taken from this life, so that he did not experience death. He could not be found, because God had taken him away. For before he was taken, he was commended as one who pleased God. And without faith, it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. By faith, Noah, when, when warned about things not yet seen, in holy fear built an ark to save his family. By his faith, he commanded the world and became here of the righteousness that comes by faith. By faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went, even though he did not know where he was going. By faith, he made his home in the promised land like a stranger in a foreign country. He lived in tents, as did Isaac and Jacob, who were heirs with him of the same promise. For he was looking forward to the city with foundations, whose architect and builders is God. By faith, Abraham, even though he was past age, and Sarah herself was barren when able to become a father because he considered him faithful who had made the promise and so from this one man and he has good as dead come descendants as numerous as stairs in the sky as are countless at the sand on the seashore all these people were still living by faith when they died they did not receive the things promised they only saw them and welcomed them from a distance And they admitted that they were aliens and strangers on earth. People who say such things show that they are looking for a country of their own. If they had been thinking of the country they had left, they would have had opportunity to return. return. Instead, they were longing for a better country, as a, a heavenly one. Therefore, God... Sorry. Gosh. Therefore, God... Country... Oh, why am I keeping it? Therefore, God is not ashamed... Um, to be called their God, for he was prepared a city for them. Lovely. Thank you, guys. Okay. I've got a little quiz for you, all right? The name of the quiz is, whose team do they belong to? So, may I, can we, I think we've got a picture to come up. Whose team do they belong to? (laughs) I had done this before yesterday, I promise. (laughs) I think I probably put Scotland first because I was waiting to be able to make some kind of comment um, about how they'd beaten Wales yesterday. (laughs) I know, harsh but true, harsh but true. Okay, next up. Ireland. You said that just with a little bit of a hesitation, (laughs) hesitation and I'm not quite sure why. (laughs) 
Okay, here we go. Next one. It's like you've played this before. It's almost like there's a Six Nations going on, but I wouldn't like to make everything about rugby. (laughs) Okay, and the next one. Okay, humor me, people. England. Thank you. Thank you. You can take the girl out of England, but you just can't. (laughs) And finally, no, it's not quite finally yet, is it? That's the next one. Italy. Oh, yeah. Everybody's got a little bit of a soft spot for Italy, haven't they? I'm hoping I don't have to this afternoon, mind. (laughs) Ah, yes. And then finally... I don't know. So over these last few weeks as the new year here uh, in the LMA in Aberystwyth, we've been thinking about, uh, as our year of discipleship has started, we've been thinking about God's call to holiness and and his call to us as his people to live lives that are holy. Now, holy is a bit of a random word, isn't it? We use it a lot in churches, and sometimes it's one of those words that you say, but you don't really know what it means. But you just say it because everybody else says it, and it's like, sorry? It is like a hole in my jumper, (laughs) but not quite. But if we're holy, it basically means that we are set apart for God. It means that people should be able to look at us and know whose team we are on. Because when we become friends with Jesus, Jesus loves us so much that he says, I want you to be on my team. And some people show uh, their holiness, they show that they're on Jesus' team by wearing things like this. Oh, oh, it's coming. No, not that. (laughs) What can I say? Oh. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Some people, you could wear, you could show that you were on Jesus' team by wearing a t-shirt. It's got a big yellow sun on the front and it says, smile, Jesus loves you. My husband owns one of those. <laughs> He's only allowed to wear it underneath something else. But the fabulous thing about Jesus is when we become part of Jesus' team, He doesn't actually say, you've got to wear one of my t-shirts. He just says, if you're going to be part of my team, will you live your life so that when other people see you, they know that you belong to me. And so I'm going to give you just a couple of uh, seconds with the people who are around you. And I want you to think about the question of what are some of the things that we can do in our lives that will show other people that we are part of Jesus' team. And I am going to pick on you afterwards, just to let you know. Go for it. Right, okay, I'm coming for you. But I'm coming down the back because all these people down here thought they were safe because I was wandering at the front. So, 
Somebody give me something back here, something that we can do um, that will let people know that we're part of Jesus' team. Wear a dog collar. (laughs) We've got enough of those this morning. (laughs) What else? Anybody over this side? What can we do that will let people know that we're on Jesus' team? Sorry? No, I thought you said something. Sorry? Anything? Oh, go on. Go on. Smile. Smile. Oh, that is such a good answer. That is such a good answer. Okay. Well, I'm going to go down this side, actually. All these people that thought they were safe from me. Okay. What have we got down this side? Things that we can do that will let people know that we're part of Jesus' team. No, no, oh, no, did. You got one? Sorry? Fish more. Fish more. Well, Jesus liked fishing. <laughs> Anything down this side? Oh, come on then. Uh, serve folks. Serve folks. What's another word for serve? Do nice things for. Should we go with that? Yeah, do nice, do nice things for people. That's a really good one. Oh, getting my steps in today. Right, come on then, you lot in the middle that thought you were safe. <laughs> you do understand you're being nominated from the people behind you. Uh, I've got my nomination ready. <laughs> come on, people. Be hospitable. That's a really good one. Yep. Any more? Sorry? Be truthful. Somebody shouted something from the back. What was it, Gordon? Help your family out. Yes, I like that. These are all really good. Be loving. I love that. Jesus was quite clear on loving our neighbor, wasn't he? I'm just going to go one quickly down this side because, oh, dearie me, I don't want you lot to feel left out. What can we do? Well, hello. That's a, you see, you were being kind and you smiled and you were being hospitable because you said hello to me. You've just shown everybody how much you're part of Jesus' team. That's awesome. Anybody else? You're all uncharacteristically quiet this morning. But those are some brilliant things that we can do for other people. We can be kind to them. We can serve them. We can love them unconditionally and we can smile and show the difference that Jesus makes in our life to them. All amazing ways in which we can show that we are part of Jesus's team and we're going to think about uh, some of the people who have helped us along our journey of being friends of Jesus in a minute. But before we do, uh, we're going to sing again. Yep. Um, So please feel free to stand if you're able or to sit or however you are comfortable enough to worship as we worship in song again. The Bible. There's several. And they're like passing on this legacy of faith showing examples in the best way that they could of how to follow Jesus. Now, don't get me wrong, some of them made some mistakes, but I think we all do, and God 
can help us and use us. There's two bits in the, uh, that follow our reading that we didn't read, okay? And I think they actually help us think about this idea of this legacy of faith and this idea of we don't do faith on our own. Uh, there's a little bit in chapter 12, verse 1, which is where my little prayer idea is inspired from, in case you're wondering. It says, since we are surrounded by such a great crowd of witnesses. Faith isn't something you do on your own. So in our attempts to be holy, in our our faith, we're not doing it on our own. And the second bit, the end of chapter 11, is... shouldn't move. (laughs) The other bit, it says, at the end of chapter 11, it talks about us doing things together with God's sorting it to one big crescendo of amazingness when God comes back again and how he brings us all together. It's interesting, isn't it? Because we actually have a bit of a problem in our world today because everything about how we live is about being independent. How can I do this on my own? Sort this out. How can I meet my own desires but it's also interesting that in the world there is an incredible incredible amount of loneliness now I've got an illustration to help us think about this doing faith together now traditionally in this church a couple of years ago we had a tradition that the second Sunday of the month was always cake Sunday yeah do you remember those days It'll come, don't worry, I'll bring it back. I have actually brought cake with me this morning. Um, Admittedly, it is only one cake, uh, and I'm going to ask for a volunteer who's not a child, because I'm a bit worried about the effects of sugar. Um, (laughs) So if you're a grown-up, you should be able to control it yourself. Right, so I have, in this cup, I have a cupcake. See what I did there? Yeah, thanks. (laughs) Um, So you have to, there's some specifics. You have to be over 18 to eat my cake. Um, You also have to not mind coffee. And there is a walnut pops on top. So with those things to consider, you may volunteer after three. Okay, so I'm expecting a lot of people wanting to volunteer to eat my cupcake. You can get a taste, Harry, of what's to come. Okay, right. One. Two, three. <laughs> this is offensive to my cake-making skills. Come on, Harry. You're, I did, sorry, Harry did slightly beat you. I apologise. Right, sit on the step. Sit. sit on the step, yeah. It's very important. Right, now, um, so the illustration of this cake is that I want to illustrate to everyone that you can't do faith on your own. So I'm going to implement a few things, okay? Um, You're only allowed to use one hand to eat this cake. I have been nice in giving you a spoon, yeah? Um, I would also uh, like you to put a blindfold on. Um, This one is optional um, because at home I did try it with a different peg, of putting the peg on my nose so I couldn't smell the cake as I ate it. But it does hurt. <laughs> so, just a disclaimer, 
that if you put this peg you can't, on your nose, you can't sue me because you've, it's been your own choice to put the peg on your nose, right? Yep, okay, right. Now, what do you want first? The cake or the blindfolds? Yep, okay, go for the blindfolds. Let's hope you like this cake. Harry, Harry last night won, won in an auction of promise one of my cakes. So if you don't like this, we're in trouble. Do you want the peg or not? No, you'll do without the peg. Right, okay. I'm going to put the cake in your hands. Okay, remember, you're only allowed to use one hand. Yeah? So you're only allowed to use one hand to hold the cake and to eat it. Okay? So you have to put one behind your back, please. Right, okay. Right, there's the cake. Go for it. Right, enjoy the cake-eating experience. I gave him a spoon. That was nice. It's the butter icing going in. That's, that's butter icing that I was telling you about earlier. Yeah, you like it? Oh, that's good. It's a bit mean, isn't it? Like, making everybody sit and watch you eat a cake. You just keep eating that cake. I'm just going to keep talking. Okay, is that right? Or do you want us all to look at you? Okay, right. So my point is that Harry can actually manage to eat... <laughs> Harry can manage to eat the cake on his own. You're using your other hands. Away, right? Do you know what? He's probably having an alright experience. How's the cake? Oh, it's really nice, good. Uh, Right? But if he could see it, if he could use both hands, if he could smell it a bit better, if we'd put a peg on his nose, would you say that the experience would be so much better? And what about if it wasn't just Harry eating the cake? But in fact, we were all sharing in eating a cake together. Okay, I understand dietary requirements, like not everybody likes cake. Um, But just imagine it. Wouldn't it be so much better if we were doing it together? Yes or no? You might not think yes. Sorry, I'm forcing an answer on you. But maybe it's just a point to consider. Harry, do you want to keep going or are you... Yeah, okay, right, just you sit there. Um, And I think that the Bible actually helps us to understand that we're meant to do it together. Now, I've been very tricksy this morning before you all came in. um, And I have hidden some Bible verses. I've hidden three Bible verses. They are blue tacked to the bottom of a pew. Let's see if you are the lucky person who has got one. Yeah, the wrapper's a bit of a problem, isn't it? You're just eating wrapper at the moment. Okay. The commitment to the cause, Harry, is If you've got Bible verse and you're nervous about what I'm going to make you do, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you, because I've only seen that one has been found. Um, you're not going to have to read it. Um, you're not going to have to read it. Um, but if you've found one, can you hold it up? Hannah Green, there might be one under the chair in front of you. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Right, okay, now, um, who's got verse 12? Anyone got verse 12 on them? Okay, right, now, could you hold it so the people around you can see it? Now, I'm not, don't shout it out. If you just all read it together after three, we should be able to see it, hear it. So one, two... Three. Therefore, as God's chosen people, we are to walk in love with one another, for love is from God, and whoever loves another has been born of him and knows him. 
well done, Vickers, you pass. <laughs> um, okay, first, you're going to go back to Daddy. Yeah, go on. You just want cake, I know. Uh, so, verse 13, who's got verse 13? Okay. Um, so those around you, um, Joanne, if you could, um, you could read the verse to us after three. One, two, three. So, so far, these verses are all actually talking about doing something to, together and I think we'll find that on the final one as well. So, final verse, hold it up. Okay, now those around you are going to read it after three. One, two, three. So, if you want to go and look at Colossians 3, verses 12 to 14 after the service and have a look to see what's going on. Now, I believe that faith, doing faith is about working together. Now, I have got a picture of the person I would have drawn on my piece of paper. Now, ignore my short hair and my highlights. Those were the days. Um, So, this lady at the front is called Annie. Now, Annie was an incredible lady. Um, I grew up in a church where I was basically the only kids in church and everyone around me was probably roughly in their 80s and their 90s. So I had a lot of fun, to be honest. Um, And these 80 and 90-year-olds really cared for me. And Annie is one of the ladies who I will accredit my faith to today. She prayed for me, she was generous to me and she showed an interest in me. And she shared what Jesus had done in her life with me. Have you finished it? Oh, you haven't finished it. Do you want to take it back to your seat? (laughs) I'll show you where the hoover is at the end. (laughs) Now, it's not easy. I'm, I'm... I'm not pretending that this faith and this following God thing is always easy. But if we're doing it together, there is something about it that makes it a bit easier. And do you know what? I have no doubt out there um, that there have been some like terrible faults. There are people that are, I feel like they've not been treated the way they expected. And I want to say Sorry. I want to say sorry for those followers of Jesus who've maybe not treated you in the way you expected or churches that have not treated you the way you expected. But I refuse to give up on God's gift to mankind, which was the church and the people he placed in it to show who he is. It doesn't matter how long you've been a Christian how old you are, what you look like, or where you're from, I believe that we can do this faith thing together. So, (laughs) some things for you to think about today. Maybe you're here and you've no idea what on earth faith and this Jesus thing is at all. And do you know what? That's all right. You're welcome, because most of us are still trying to work it out anyway. Um, 
And if you don't understand, please don't be afraid to ask. Now, if you feel like you do have a faith and you're following Jesus, how are you going to do faith differently in a way that shows that holiness and works together with others of faith? How are you going to do it differently this week? I'm not asking how you're going to do it differently for 5, 50, 60, 70, 100 years. Just this week. How are you going to encourage the followers of Jesus as together we seek to show Jesus to others? And I think Liz, just as a moment as we do a bit of a swap over, just take a moment to think about that and then Liz is going to help us continue.